Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Wednesday morning, March 1st. I'm Ailey Shanes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Lionfish are an invasive species to Florida, but a UF study shows they are not being hunted or eaten enough to help control their population. I spoke to assistant scientist for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, Holden Harris, on why this is happening. The study itself um, is a bioeconomic uh, case study uh, for the developing commercial fishery for invasive lionfish. So invasive lionfish are this really successful invasive species uh, that uh, originated off of southwest Florida um, or southeast Florida in the late 80s. Um, and then have been very successful at proliferating um, and have now spread um, to the whole coast of Florida, up to Bermuda, um, down to the Caribbean, into the Gulf of Mexico, and then down into Central and South America. Uh, Many areas have really high densities of lionfish, and we found that lionfish have been disrupting native systems. They've been a really successful invader. One thing about lionfish, though, is that they taste really, really good. Um, I've eaten a lot of fish. I know a lot of people that have eaten a lot of fish, and they're really a top-tier quality fish. Um, and so in many areas, uh, lionfish fisheries have developed of people um, spearing them um, for fun and then also commercially and selling lionfish. Spear fishers have gotten really active and involved in removing lionfish. Lionfish have been identified as this threat to native uh, fisheries and native ecosystems. Um, and so there's been these uh, communities and groups of divers and a lot of people that have spent a lot of time and effort removing lionfish out there. Uh, one of the ways that we've recognized that we can help control lionfish densities is through um, commercial fisheries of people going out, catching lionfish, uh, and then selling them. And so small commercial fisheries have developed to to support these. Um, but one thing that we've noticed is that lionfish fisheries have stayed relatively small, um, artisanal. Um, so we used uh, traditional bioeconomic models. So these are the some of the tools that we use for evaluating um, other fisheries. All other fisheries, we're really trying to sustain the fishery, uh, like snappers and groupers. Management is trying to seek an optimum of allowing um, fish to be harvested for food and for money for job security, uh, but in a sustainable way, so to not over-harvest them. So we applied some of those uh, bioeconomic models to lionfish to see uh, the state of the fishery uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. What kind of problems are lionfish causing, and why is it harmful for our environment? Uh, Well, they've been, uh, in many areas, they've been allowed to reach high densities. Um, They don't have the same population controls as they have in their native range. A lot of people ask, well, what's eating them? Not a lot seems to be eating them. Um, So they don't seem to have a lot of natural predators here. Um, But there's also other population controls. It's not just uh, predators. They don't have the same diseases. um, And they're able to um, eat really, really well. Um, They use novel foraging techniques um, that prey and their invaded range seem to be relative naive to and uh, can be really successful. So the damages that we've seen is that um, lionfish seem to be able to come in and um, eat a whole lot. They also are kind of diverting and changing uh, the 
the bioenergetic pathways of food webs. Uh, basically, what's happening is um, lionfish seem to be outcompeting many of the native um, snappers and grouper species, and then also seem to be eating a lot of uh, ecologically and commercially important fish. Where exactly did these lionfish come from, and how did they get here? The lionfish are native to the Indo-Pacific. Um, they uh, were released by what we think from aquarium releases, um, and we think there's actually been multiple introductions of aquarium releases of lionfish um, in Florida. And the genetic analysis suggests off of North Carolina. So really, it seems to be people releasing them, seems to be the culprit. Uh, interestingly, there's a separate invasion of lionfish going on in the Mediterranean, where lionfish have come through the Suez Canal. Um, so a whole different invasion, same species, uh, but different invasion pathway. So in this study, as I understand, one of the ways to mitigate the harmful effects of the lionfish is to eat them. But people aren't really doing that. What are some of the reasons why people aren't eating them and catching them as much as, you know, they should be? Well, it seems like there is a lot of, I think, recreational diving of capturing lionfish. There's um, a very active community of people going out and catching them um, and eating them themselves. The What we think has been inhibiting the development of the commercial fishery is the profitability, is whether they can make much money. And so that's some of what the, our bioeconomic study looked at. What we found is that it's not very, very profitable um, to harvest lionfish. Um, and the main reason, I think, is that it's it's relatively labor-intensive. Um, so the main form of catching lionfish is by spearfishing using scuba. So um, you have to go down and shoot them one by one. Lionfish generally tend to be pretty deep. Um, so higher density, lionfish are found in shallow waters, but the higher densities are really past um, 60 feet, 100 feet. And then a lot of the commercial fishers are having to go deeper, like 130 to 160 feet to pass the depths of um, normal recreational diving. Um, so they have limited time down there. And then lionfish themselves aren't very big. Um, they are maybe a half a pound, a, a big one would be about two pounds. So you have to spear a lot of them. And so it takes a lot of work to go get those fish. And then them being pretty small, it's there's been some development of a fishery there really maybe isn't enough money to overfish the fishery with the current state of the economic conditions. Are there any other ways that can help mitigate the effects of the lionfish? Um, if we're able to increase the price of lionfish, that could potentially increase those commercial fisheries. And so there's several different mechanisms that we could do that. Um, one, and this is what um, a lot of groups have been doing, including um, Federal management in the state of Florida is marketing lionfish as this environmentally friendly seafood choice, um, helping to clear any confusion because lionfish have venomous spines, um, that those venomous spines are just if you get poked by them, it hurts. It hurts a whole lot, uh, but they're totally safe to eat. Um, and then marketing them as a high quality fish, that'll help increase the price. Um, there's also some new products coming online of people developing um, jewelry from their fins or leather 
from the skin and that could help increase the price of lionfish. And then there's also the potential for public subsidies. So this is where the, if the government wants to decide to um, use public funds, so this is taxpayer dollars, to increase uh, the price of lionfish, that could then help um, increase the price of lionfish and incentivize that commercial effort. Uh, beyond that, there's some novel um, techniques that's being developed. Um, there's work to try to develop innovative um, harvest gears to capture lionfish in deeper waters. So one of the problems, of course, with um, catching them, with the primary method being scuba diving, is that the depths that you're able to scuba dive is going to be limited to 130 to about 160 or 70 feet, pretty maximum. Um, you can go to technical diving, but it gets uh, more dangerous and technical and expensive. The lionfish have been found as deep as 300 meters or 1,000 feet. And we think those lionfish densities at some of those deeper reefs, um, particularly from maybe like 150 to 300 feet, um, can get pretty high. And we're not able to get those by divers. So if we're able to develop um, um, a new harvest technology that could potentially um, expand the fishing capacity to those deep water populations. So there's been work to develop a lionfish trap and then also autonomous uh, and robotic harvest gears to try to get at those deeper populations. And then there's also been um, some research on using potentially genetic um, modifiers to try to change lionfish. Um, and I, we're probably pretty er too early to talk too much about that, um, but that has been used in other species like mosquitoes and other invasive species um, to affect the population. was assistant scientist for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association Holden Harris on why the market for the invasive lionfish remains small and the problems that surround it. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Emergency crews in Manatee County responded to a train derailment Tuesday. WUSF reports county officials say the derailment involving one propane tanker and five rail cars occurred Tuesday afternoon in an industrial area just east of the Sarasota Bradenton International Airport. A second propane tanker fell off track but did not tip over. Officials say no leaks or injuries were reported. A 19-year-old Florida man is now facing three first-degree murder charges related to a shooting last week that killed a television news reporter, a 9-year-old girl, and a 38-year-old woman, sheriff's officials said Tuesday. WUSF reports Orange County Sheriff's officials released an arrest warrant Tuesday morning that included two new murder charges against Keith Moses in the attack in an Orlando neighborhood last Wednesday. The Gainesville Public Safety Committee held its first meeting Tuesday. Main Street Daily News' Seth Johnson reports the City Commission formed the committee on January 5th. They discussed topics like gun violence, city lighting, safe haven boxes, and more. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Ailey Shanes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Wednesday.